listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Put that knife in you. Take a little bit of life from you. Am I frightening you? Shall I continue? I put that gun to you. I let it sing you a song. I let it hum to you. The other one sing along. Now it's a duet. And you wet when you check out the technique from the two texts. And I don't mean two lips to blow just like a trumpet, you dumb shit. This is an unusual musical. I'm conducting you looking at the black Warren Buffett so all critics can duck sick. I don't care if you see Dolores Tucker or you Bill O'Reilly. You only riling me up for three years. They had me peeing out of a cup now they about to free me up what you think i'm gonna be what rehabilitated man i still feel hatred i'm young black and rich so they want to strip me naked but you never had me like christina aguilari hey welcome to the black altars podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a sunday mm-hmm. and i'm already arguing with people on the internet and insecure hasn't even come on i don't know what's happening guys i don't know either it's too early in the morning for this I mean, you can't be arguing with the white folks and the black folks. Listen, I'm going to tell y'all something right now, okay? I'm just going to start a show like this. Y'all have officially put me in the fuck Tina Fey camp, and that's sad. Because I already had no problems with that lady. She seemed like she got a decent heart. Got some same issues that most white people have around racism. I find a lot of her work funny. But if one more motherfucker try to explain a joke that I already understand but just don't like, I'm going to lose my motherfucking mind, dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm- shit wasn't that funny i don't know what to tell y'all you know how many motherfuckers i love that got jokes that i'll just be like uh that one was a miss you know i don't watch the whole lot i don't watch so many stand-up specials and be like that shit was funny but it's a miss oh that one's not good this sketch i didn't didn't i didn't fuck with it, it it's it is what it is but these motherfuckers in these camps dog they determined to call people stupid for not understanding their little joke dog when i got it yes you can understand the joke and still not like it correct and it's the same thing i was telling you yesterday man that's a lot of reason why a lot of particularly black uh females uh stick the middle fingers up at her is for the simple fact that anytime you give her any trick here come her camp and you're like what the fuck and right. it's a complete turn off and and like i said i know that my uh, some of the ways I feel about Bernie Sanders is irrational and illogical. I am willing to admit that, but it's fuck his camp then indirectly fuck him too. Because it's one of those things where they never come out at any time and tell these people don't do this bullshit and that's the problem. Yeah, it's just weird because it's like, you know what I mean, fucking, um, you know, like, it's, it's just weird. Cause I, I mean, listen, I don't want to oh, my own horn you. too much here. But I am smarter and funnier than most of these motherfuckers talking to me. No offense. And that's not even on some like, cause I'm the smartest nigga in the world or nothing. But come on, nigga. Come on. Like, when motherfuckers think smart, funny, they not coming to you. So keep your little stale ass opinion out of my mind, dog. It's really that simple. Like, we can disagree, and I was cool with that. I was even cool with her little bit. Like, I'm not one of these cancel Tina Fey motherfuckers or whatever. But the defense of her is really that, it's that Bernie shit. Where all of a sudden I'm starting to associate her with all these tone deaf ass white or the like black people special snowflake ass, uh, shit. Where I'm like, really dog? Like, you, like, it's this shit? Like, y'all know it's times I disagree with shit that I see black people on and i still understand and respect the opinions of blackness because honestly i feel like it's it's a thin line between anti-blackness and 
you know quote-unquote call-out culture shit like right. it's a very thin line people trip, step all over that shit all the time sometimes but i try to allow for shit when i was like um i would probably if it was up to me i wouldn't care if a uh, confederate came out i'd watch it and then make my judgment after it came out and a whole lot of black people was like fuck that show i don't want to see that shit i was like you know what i respect and understand that if it don't come out no sweat off my sack cool you know what i mean like i'm not gonna call y'all out y'all names make jokes about y'all being too sensitive or the show ain't even out yet honestly you black and we deserve to be able to be like yo i don't fuck with that we don't deserve after all these hundreds of years we don't get it we a few of us can't be like you know what man actually i don't really want to see that shit when sopranos was out and fucking italian people was like i don't appreciate the columbus episode the columbus day episode uh i didn't picture uh, nobody shut the fuck up what i can't believe y'all doing this it was like okay yeah they you know they coming out saying that shit everybody loves that show people being very dismissive of the idea that they could be offended but at the same time it's like they got to be in the paper for being offended everybody wrote about them they got interviewed on all the news stations because they was mad black people get mad it's always we always get told to shut the fuck up and sit down man fuck y'all that joke wasn't even that funny dog it's not that i can't believe people riding a dime on a joke that has to be explained or you have to be like well it's not really a joke well it was on saturday night live so it was not cause you know it was not saturday night live the commentary show it's not saturday night live the on msnbc like it's she came on there and if for you to say it's not funny everybody on the fucking show was laughing everybody on the show was laughing the audit studio audience was laughing but it's not supposed to be a joke make up your mind i have seen at least 10 different defenses of this joke and none of them jive with each other but the underlying substance is please don't say anything bad about tina fey that's really all it is because mm-hmm. because like honestly i'm gonna tell you the, the shit i've seen already and this is for more than one person so anybody listening to this that think this is about them shut the fuck up it's more than one of y'all it's a lot of y'all i'm quite popular there's a lot of motherfuckers in my mentions defending this shit it's not one person you know i've had that shit happen before too where people go later on like you was talking about me on your show first of all if if i was you know it's not like i care but i never said anybody's name but second of all it's more than one person that be stupid it's a lot of stupid people in the world so when it so chances are you and are in a collective group of stupidness that have said different stupid things to me and i'm frustrated using my platform to talk about my frustrations as a black person um build your own platform make a big one make a better one say what you gotta say back here's my thing i saw a dude yesterday he told me well i see the joke as her talking about depression and as someone who's got clinical depression that's really what this is i said first of all she never brought up clinical depression at all she didn't even bring up depression second of all i said i could just say well i think it's about binge eating and as a person with a binge eating disorder i I feel like she was speaking for me no i'm now projecting into shit to make her joke mean something that it didn't it's not what it meant everybody got to project some shit into the joke to make it funny or to make it relevant or to make it good the joke on face value is stay at home and eat cake a white girl got run over guys it's serious out there now don't do shit don't go out there to these rallies don't get in the streets stay home eat cake and eat your emotions and eat your feelings that's it it wasn't a commentary on being elite it wasn't a commentary on having white privilege 
she then makes jokes about uh six four black drag queens she makes jokes about thomas jefferson raping a slave uh sally hemmings it never ever got to a point where it was some type of rallying call or collective moment other than to say white people sitting at home you are doing the right thing that's it the whole joke was that and you know why i know that because everybody that praised that joke and wrote pieces about it all said the same thing some navel gazing white bullshit even the people that love it are like tina Fey really says what we've been you know that we are angry and we're sitting at home and we're not doing anything but it doesn't mean we're not angry that's it i guess like what is that particularly funny to people i mean i i don't know it wasn't that funny to me i don't know what to say dog but so anyway and then so then i'm like uh okay well um it's not about depression and really you can stop with the bullshit like this is not well people see depression as privilege i'm like that's not what you know that's not what people are saying and you know right you're clearly trying to throw this your issue your issue into this mix because you want to protect her and it's your way of saying like well you can't critique it because you're critiquing depressed people i say well you know how many fucking black people deal with depression every goddamn day in this racist ass country every day of our life we wake up and be like yo they really don't want me here they really want me out of here they really wish i didn't exist you wouldn't last a fucking second in our shoes for one talking about some motherfucking depression but then two you think you can't be black and depressed and still not like her joke you can't be white and have suffer with depression and still not like her joke so what only depressed people get it like it was a whole lot of only so-and-so can get this joke i'm like only if only white liberals get the joke your joke might be racist dog it might not be a good joke if only one kind of person can get the fucking joke on a national tv show it might not be a good joke what the fuck is this whites only pause like we got whites only jokes now what does this mean and how does that not racist so then the dude the same dude pivoted to um what i see is like a lot of people telling a woman how she should make a joke i'm like yo she put a joke in a public platform on saturday night live for the world to see it's gonna get critiqued it's it's gonna get critiqued dog it's gonna get critiqued um if she can hide behind oh you're trying to tell a white woman how to tell tell a joke well you're trying to tell black people how to feel about her joke so now what like where so now i have to like the joke right the end result is i have to like the joke you know how many times i've come on this show and been like yo i like this joke but i understand why people get offended by it mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. i mean fucking comedian i mean that's the thing if you like any there's a lot of people that say they like comedy they don't really like comedy Mm-mm. and they critique comedy and shit and to be honest they don't have a person they can really say is funny mm-hmm. um like that like they may have one or two comedians in general but they don't like the the brink like comedy as, as, a, a, as, a, as a thing they're not really in right a, i love comedy Mm-mm. love it i fucking love it love it like all the people that all the like liberal people hating shit i will fucking watch they stand up if it's funny i'm like yo that shit that nigga funny, funny as fuck right it's fucked don't up agree, what he said right. but it is hilarious so, don't agree with none of his shit would not fucking want that nigga in my house funny as fuck right made me sweat laughing at his funny as fuck jokes still walked out of there like yeah it don't clear the it's not gonna clear all the woke hurdles and shit got it 
totally fine what people don't want to live with is the idea that they like something that ain't perfect right that they like a motherfucker that that fucked up that they like a joke that that most people don't like they don't want to live with that they got to convince the whole world that the joke is either a good or bad so that we can all be on the same page it's not gonna happen and so i waste little time talking about that shit you know i i enjoyed Chappelle's last two stand-up specials the ones on netflix yeah it's got a whole bunch of transphobic jokes though i like uh legends of chamberlain heights show got the most fucked up quirkiest sense of humor in the game yes it does i laugh out loud till my fucking chest hurts sometimes and it still be like yeah that show's fucked up you know like i like i'm not here to defend something that's fucked up Mm -mm. and more importantly it's not about my ego trying to defend why i like something that's fucked up and then blame the rest of the world for not being on the same page as me that's just not how life works and everybody can relate to that feeling because no matter how pious people try to come off online or whatever everybody has it we're it for some people yeah we are. guess the race is full of stereotypes and racist jokes and shit like it, it's funny to us but yeah it's i'm sure there are people that have listened to our show and been like fuck them man that shit's racist i don't care what they say right i feel uncomfortable with them making jokes like that you know that's uh, like i get it like everything's not for everybody Mm-mm. but to then turn on people because that was the one thing right that was the one dude with his shit and i forget the third thing oh the third thing was it was all ironic and it was actually a call to action even though it was her clearly saying stay home and don't go out there Mm-mm. right that was the other thing that people tried to pull and i'm like if that's the case then she didn't do the joke right no she did not because then there has to be another added element to the joke and i hate to do this as a content creator but this this is how i view the world as somebody that makes things and tries to come up with what could be funny for people to hear uh every day of my life so um i i had to look at it and say well if that's the message then you have to add a level of judgment to it the message then someone either che or colin or the audience someone has to present an element into this joke of and that's why tina fey ain't shit she could have added a line or something just something to be like and this is why i'm this is the wrong way to do this she didn't say it's the wrong way she even takes a moment at the end where she's not joking and goes but seriously stay home that was not a joke you have to add context into it to make it a joke because you don't want to see your fave get roasted like that and that sucks but sometimes people get roasted it don't matter if you like them or not sometimes they wrong you know she not gonna do an interview about this joke you know why because she a white woman that's rich and got money she'll never have to think about this shit again if she don't want to she can come out and call everybody haters and all this shit and all the people that's caping for her will hop right on that bandwagon and be like yep these fucking haters they just don't like tina fey well let me tell you something i don't have a problem with tina fey i really don't i fuck with 30 rock i fuck with kimmy schmidt all that shit but yeah y'all have turned me into fuck now when i see tina fey i'm only gonna be thinking about y'all niggas and be like fuck that bitch that's how it's gonna be i don't even want it to be that way that's what happens like i you can't the same thing happened with um to me she's the same as bill maher how you how you any different than the people talking about bill maher his nigger joke dog how you any different you the same to me when when people are oh, you black people just don't get humor i'm sorry i thought we were the ones that knew more about what the fuck was funny about the n-word than you but maybe the white man who did invent the nigga word i mean come on they did invent it but maybe i guess y'all got the patent pending on that bitch like are we not supposed to be able to laugh or tell you what's not funny about it what's off limits about it right right 
everything always ends up being fuck these black people in their opinions and i hate to see black people aid in that some nigga on this on twitter this morning you're not using your social media platform responsibly because i don't fuck with tina Fey joke i'm sorry i must have fucked i'm i guess all these sheep that are following me on twitter can't form their own opinions because i had to say something right like 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 everybody like that says a lot about how people view the internet having a lot of followers don't mean shit no it does not anything it makes social media a little bit more difficult to navigate because you have to deal with a bunch of idiots that pop up in your mentions and try to tell you shit that you already know you deal with a lot of people that don't know you trying to talk to you people that's on your like people want to be my friend on social media all the time but they don't fucking know me they don't know what i do for a living they don't know my sense of humor they don't know my politics they don't know shit about me they see like one funny facebook post they see one funny tweet that went viral or some shit or something they agree with one time and then they hop on the rod must be this kind of person thing you don't fucking know me i have a handful of people in real life and on the internet that whose opinion i give a fuck about it's a small group of people most people can kick the fucking rocks and get the fuck out of my face like you can't let all these people try to go to your you think I, if i had to wake up every morning and care what twenty one thousand people thought about me on twitter i would lose my mind you can't deal with that kind of pressure and that's just, and that's another thing what's the magical number for me to have a platform rather than an opinion right and it all varies on that person everybody right. has their whatever number it is and truth be told everybody has different experiences on social media and everybody base everybody else's social media experiences off their own but it's not the same right if you don't interact on social media a lot you don't have a lot of followers and and um and things like that you're not going to have the same experience as somebody that has let's say six thousand and this person that has six thousand ain't going to have the same experience as somebody that has twenty thousand and even at twenty thousand you're not going to have the same experience as somebody that has millions of followers but everybody always bases everybody else's social media experiences off their own and a lot of times they'll still say shit and you don't want to be rude, but they'll say shit where you look at you, where you go and you look, you be like, yeah, dog, you ain't experienced this shit yet. So it's easy for you to tell me, well, I'll just block them and I'll just ignore them. Yeah. When this is the thousandth person in the 12 hours range that has added you, that's not the same as you got a hundred followers and you know, ooh, that one person got on your nerves today and you blocked them. The experiences are not the same. So that's why I have a tendency not to, uh, uh, back down and judge people as harshly sometimes on social media because nobody really knows their experiences and truth be told most people are too lazy if 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 a lot of people took the time to actually and you on on particularly on twitter you can look at people's replies to if you really want to see why a person could be calm and cool and then next minute they fucking snap go in their replies and look at the thousands of replies that they had to one comment and you'd be like oh okay i can see by the 600 reply why you started snapping why you started going off but most people don't care about that all they care about is my social media experience is the only social media experience that matters and nobody and and, and regardless of how different or how vast yours is it is mine is the only one that matters and that's unrealistic so i i i, I would behoove people to kind of dig into that before you dismiss people and their responses and reactions sometimes um also i understand that they don't know right right they don't know that they don't know 
they just had like one dude this dude had 500 followers talking about you have to be responsible with your platform i said what's the magic number where i have a platform instead of an opinion oh don't be lazy what what's lazy about that i just want to know the number when do i have to have a certain opinion for you the person that doesn't follow me or even know me i've never interacted before and not my own opinion at what point do i owe you something because i don't owe you shit for all a follow means is that someone might be potentially interested in something you might have to say that's all that shit means it doesn't mean they agree with you it doesn't mean they see everything that you say it doesn't mean that they follow anything you say offline it doesn't mean any of that shit i had it like i really wish for a second people could just like hop into my mind and understand what the fuck this shit means to me it really means nothing dog like a check mark don't mean shit you don't make no money off a check mark you don't make no money off a twitter follower it doesn't make you important some shit goes viral and all you all that really means you got to deal with a lot of people who don't who just want to argue with you or want to take you out of context fighting you all day right that's all that shit means Mm -hmm. and that's all that's all that's the only thing that's the only benefit of it happening it's not like motherfuckers didn't go like someone popular follows you someone famous follows you it's not like they go and i'm gonna get this dude a job writing for my tv show that's not how it works Mm -mm. they just go oh this is uh entertainment to me this is not real they don't see you as a human being they don't see you as a real person and you don't understand that because nobody a lot of people don't understand that because they not uh people aren't interested enough in their opinions yet right maybe they will be maybe they won't the right. average person a whole lot of people not gonna follow them also twenty-one thousand ain't even that many no that's not it's a whole lot of people that they got way more followers than me they got way that do way more important big shit that like it, there's people that don't even say or do shit they got way more followers than me just because of who they are like mm-hmm. oh this person's on the tv show this person you know and they don't even talk about shit the, mm-hmm. the only things they might ever tweet is like hey i'm a comedian and i got a show tonight hey i'm uh i'm a personality on tv watch my show like That's they not might not even say shit and they got a whole lot of followers so like it's not that important followers don't are not friends and they don't bring you no money and they're not they're not even fans they're just they're just people that are just like i might happen to see that i also think it's weird because it says a lot about you what you think about people and what you think about followers and that number next to people's name it says a lot you think that those people those numbers represent like a bunch of like cult members that go out and do whatever the fuck that person says you know i see all the time people do that shit oh yo fave shit like that when they talk about and i'm like you're talking about twitter followers and calling people they fave but if we're being honest the second that person fucks up or says some dumb shit all them people will turn on them mm-hmm. you know like i not to, like naming no names but if you on twitter you already know the situation but like i've seen people go from yes sis you organized this event thank you so much to oh bitch i hope you'll talk I, I, I let's make jokes about you needing your car towed like you needed money for your car getting towed like i've seen that like it, like ain't no uh ain't no roofs on the internet ain't the roof don't don't got a twitter account dog like it just happened like people don't give a fuck about people in general the second that they can make jokes and roast you they gonna do that and it don't matter any good or bad you've done it's just some motherfuckers like you some don't all of them might follow you because they don't give a fuck about it's not about that so i found that to be interesting right because if if the reason is i can't say fuck tina faye's joke because we got a podcast and i got too many twitter followers you about to be sorely disappointed because fuck that joke and fuck her right and it's also um not to get off topic it's also one of the things where a lot of people they aren't 
content creators and they don't they're not they're not looked upon as a product if you've never been looked upon as a product you really don't understand how people could be callous to somebody because all they're all they're looking for is for you to quote-unquote entertain them right and i and like i said i'm and i'm saying this shit let me tell you something it's a whole lot of people in the industry that really wish they could say what we saying but they beholden to white dollars and white people and Mm -hmm. white all that shit and it's not fair to them Mm -hmm. but if they could say what they had to say they'd be out here like man fuck tina face she's not even that funny she like they be saying that shit too but they know that shit would cost them so much yes it would to say that so they not gonna say it but but trust i ain't the only one feels this way it's just Mm -mm. i have no i have nothing that 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 i feel she can do for me or i can do for her right because that that would matter right because we're not comedians so we're not looking looking at her to to for our next big break to go up the ladder yeah i guarantee you it's black people that's comedians and shit that looked at that shit like road day i was like this motherfucker doing it again because not her first run in with some racial shit nope and that's why a lot of people are like fuck you because you've done this shit before yeah and she not learning she not getting better she got pulled to the carpet called all the black people that didn't like her joke haters and move the fuck on y'all niggas are not about to cake for this white woman in my face and act like i'm stupid right i am smarter than you i am funnier than you that's it it's not a debate you're on there's a reason motherfuckers are on my page and not yours because that shit is i'm better i'm way more alive than you that's it you know another person was did the whole like black people don't get it these jokes is for white liberals and and all these white liberals they saying they gonna go out in the streets because of tina fey and i said you a motherfucking lie i can go get article after article after article after article of white liberal people going the key to this joke is stay in your ass at home eating cake and don't feel bad about it all of them that's the praise she got why are we lying and that was from a black person why are we lying dog like we can't just be honest about it that maybe you just like her and that's it that's cool with me sometimes you just like a motherfucker and it don't matter what they do it's like hey i like this motherfucker uh and it just is what it is you know she could say motherfucking the, the world the earth revolves around uh the, the the moon and i'd be like you know what sounds good to me tina you my dog why not just say that you know what i mean rather than to be like all you black people don't get it all you black people are stupid all you black people just these jokes are not for you these whites only jokes and and if you don't fuck with my my, because you know i went from not giving a fuck to being like actually now i got all the tina fey jokes right and my thing is if you don't fuck with my jokes just imagine i'm tina fey give me a whole bunch of undeserved credit and uh, attention and say it's funny by filling in parts say it's about depression say it's about how uh it's just black it's just people trying to tell a black man how to make his jokes and why like why can't you just do that just pull that move i would be very happy with that i i don't need to uh you know i i could use some stands i could use a hive you know what i mean like why tina gotta be the only one to get the the face stands you know not to mention like her voice is crafted around this like her when she was out of college graduated she was a virgin she felt ugly and unattractive to men and and all this shit well now she's older she's successful she's very attractive like most people would tell you like be like yes she's a beautiful woman and all this shit her comedic voice is not the same it doesn't resonate the same as when she was an insecure 24 year old person so when you see her up there talking about i'm eating this cake 
you know and and doing this like it it doesn't resonate like if we just giving away fucking tv shows and shit for people eating cake i should have several tv shows okay i can eat a cake by myself and a pizza a lot of stuff i mean i feel like it's a lot of people that deserve that tv show if that's what we doing you know like we if it's that simple um the other thing that was interesting too um in all this stuff um was the concept of the the whites the whites only jokes because that's ridiculous like to me that's as simple as saying trans people got offended by Dave Chappelle well these are cisgender jokes so I mean you guys don't get it what what Dave Chappelle is actually saying is that you should go out and be active and support trans people and 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 people uh you know uh that need help you know that's that's really what Dave Chappelle said like no no he didn't well you well you're saying that because you're trans so that's why you know i only me a cisgender person could get that okay guys okay these are just not for you and you don't understand then you go well um but i am cisgender and i think his joke was transphobic well not you i mean we're just gonna ignore that like i literally had a black person argue with a bunch not just me a bunch of white women that were liberals that were like i also think her joke was fucked up well these jokes are for white liberal women and shit but, but yeah but we're here telling you the joke is fucked up yeah but you know that's just uh y'all don't you know y'all don't understand our humor like it's just so weird dog it's weird and in my opinion and to, to piggyback on something that you said yesterday and once you said this uh it just made my view clear at the end of the day a lot of the defense boils down to white supremacy and when people don't want to admit that that's the foundation of every argument you make, you want to protect white supremacy. White women want to protect it. White men want to protect it. Black men want to protect it. Black women want to protect it. A lot of brown people want to protect it. LGBTQ people want to protect it. It doesn't matter what group you quote unquote intersect for a lot of people it all boils down to you wanting to protect white supremacy because white supremacy is the standard quo. Right. And keeping the standard quo for a status lot quo, but yes. of, of standard quo, status quo, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, keeps money in your pocket. Right. And white supremacy, if you are a person of color, if it keeps money in your pocket, you don't care. I honestly just think niggas is programmed though. Right. And it boils like down it's just, to that. it's just a matter of like, these people are mad at this woman. So they must be bad people. You know, there's been times where, um, I remember Leslie Jones made a joke on Saturday Night Live. And I was, you know, I was like, I actually liked the joke. I don't think it was, I think it was more commentary than joke. And I knew a lot of black people that were very uncomfortable with it. And I'm like, part of that is because she said it in a white space. Cause she done made that joke her whole life and made it, you know, in front of black audiences. And so it was different cause it was us. We weren't thinking about the idea of white people laughing at this shit. But when it's in front of white people, it's white people laughing at a joke that centered around slavery, rape, breeding, uh, all this shit. And so it's more uncomfortable. And there's nothing wrong with us feeling uncomfortable about that. You know, I personally think the joke is fucking brilliant. I really do. But when other people said, look, this is my interpretation of it, I didn't go, well, you wrong, nigga. Y'all see, you're not smart enough to get the joke. I just went, okay, I didn't see it that way, but I understand why if you interpret it that way, you will be upset. The end. 
it is i don't need to drag you i don't need to tell you i'm smarter than you you're stupid i don't need to no you you you're perfectly capable of understanding comedy and context and you just didn't like the joke period doesn't necessarily even mean you don't fuck with leslie jones some people do some people don't you know and for different reasons not every reason is a valid reason not to fuck with leslie jones for the record because there's some people that just don't like she's a big dark black woman come on and and you can couch that in a whole lot of whatever platitudes but end of the day if it was uh, a different looking woman up there making the same joke they wouldn't have as much problem with it Mm -mm. but the point being i understand it like it's uncomfortable so it it was it's just weird to see people go the complete opposite on the shit like uh it just sit around like uh what are you doing right and the thing is uh i guess the thing that really like i said sunk in is when it boils down to white supremacy because white supremacy protects itself and instead of white supremacy admitting that it's at fault it blames the other person so that's how you get into the you niggas is dumb that's right. how you get into the use a coon that's like like that's how you get into that and the offspring the the foundation the thing that the, the startup point is white supremacy i think it's anti-black to tell people you too stupid to understand this joke yes it is that's all i'm saying because everybody i saw that didn't like the joke it wasn't a lack of understanding correct they were literally like i see what your interpretation is i don't think that's what she was trying to do and if she was clearly it didn't come across because too many people were like nah too many people were like nah like i don't i never thought i'd talk about tina Fey joke this long in my motherfucking life like it like honestly i i it's so i'm more frustrated with the idea of having to care when i didn't care legitimately saw this shit when i woke up was like some of that was funny eh the some of it was bullshit typical tina Fey shit niggas just out here trying to like make it they gonna it's like they gonna slam you in the face with it like i don't know if you ever seen that joke on family guy where the dude talks about his kids and he pulls out his wallet with a picture of his kids and he slaps the person in the face with it like look at my kids until they hit the ground and pass out Mm -hmm. that's how that shit felt where it's like yeah i ain't think the shit was funny it's funny it's funny it's funny it's like yo dog it just wasn't funny to me and a lot of people didn't find it funny and by the end of the day you find yourself being like hey man fuck tina Fey and fuck that joke Mm -hmm. so i guess you got her a new fan like i don't know what the fuck the purpose was but you done made it whack mm-hmm. anyway this is the blackout test podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search uh the blackout test leave us five star reviews uh because we make a lot of good jokes on the show and they're funny and it's hard um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast brought to you by shadow dog productions go to their youtube page search shadow dog productions or go to youtube slash user slash shadow dog production no s and uh like their pages and stuff they're, they're actually going to upload a lot of interesting videos he told me this week so be on the lookout shadow dog production follow it you know be a be a fan give it a thumbs up um all that stuff helps out um helps them out and it also helps us out so you know we would appreciate it if you guys would do that um also let's see we got some um we got a sexier sponsor let me see if i can find a song to play under this uh these bars from adam and eve why is spotify moving so slow though Mm -hmm. jesus christ spotify really just fuck me huh all right um maybe a different list let me see uh okay well that now why did that work and the other shit didn't work i don't know i don't know anyway let's play some relaxing jazz 
all right close enough adam and eve is determined to help <laughs> you spice things up in the bedroom and they are backing up that promise like you're gonna be backing up that ass check this out go to adamandeve.com you can get 50 percent off of any item when you enter the code tbgwt at checkout okay that's a good deal and all but they also have more now backed by popular demand they are giving away a free big o kit and the o stands for orgasm okay guys uh the big o kit includes exclusive climax gel and a mini vibrator so now you got a new way to get her off what girl wouldn't love that you'll also get your entire order sent to you for free so hurry up take advantage of this limited time offer you could choose a new adult toy a naughty movie or almost anything else when you choose that one item at 50 percent off you'll get free shipping plus the big o kit which includes a climax gel and a mini vibrator you won't find this deal anywhere else just use offer code tbgwt at checkout that's tbgwt tbgwt at adam and eve this jazz kind of sad you know let's give me an idea for a skit it's called white's only jokes can you want to hear my skit i'm here for it what's up all right hold on white's only jokes a skit written by rod say boy what you think you over here laughing at i was just watching tina face huh boy don't you know them jokes ain't for your kind huh those is white liberals only jokes i i didn't know sir i was just watching tina Fey like i always does sir now go on get boy your tiny black mind couldn't possibly perceive her alabaster genius jokes you going down the street to comic view go on get ah but i i just don't see what's so funny about thomas jefferson raping sally hemmings sir and turning into a a meat cute that's because you colors can't keep up with Tina's Aryan wit. You probably think it's an odd time and she only decided to tell people to stay home after that white girl got killed, right? Well, yes, sir. It is mighty peculiar. That's because you black, boy. What she really saying is stay home and eat cake and don't go out and protest because that white girl got killed doing it. But, but that's just what I was saying, sir. You, that's what I said. She said see this the problem with you uppity niggers she gave you titus andromeda didn't she she let tracy morgan work for her didn't she boy look me in my eyes when i say that she let tracy morgan work for her didn't she now what more could you want from this sweet white delicate angel i just thought the jokes were a little insensitive it could have possibly been done a little bit better mister of course you would boy just imagine Medea said it. Now see, don't that make it better? I guess it does, sir. I guess it does. Say, mister, what's your name? Bill Maher. Now go on and get before I get this big, scary, angry black man to beat your ass. The end. No, we couldn't do it without you. Thank you guys <laughs> in the audience. Coming to Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> Can't believe this shit. I'm here for some Tina motherfucking Faye. Mm-mm-mm. 
y'all i'll be shame right <sighs> i bet all y'all white friends smell like tiki torch all of them smell like off mm-hmm i'll be at the basketball court sniffing my white friends mm-hmm. see if they smell like citronella come on i'll do i'll be looking so you got mosquito bites on you basketball bringing people together y'all i'll be like you ain't been out there what you getting to this weekend you ain't been out there you ain't been out to virginia nowhere hey mm-hmm. you ain't been hanging around no monuments d what you think about that mm-hmm. let me look at your car see what kind of bumper stickers you got ain't that the truth you ever notice that all the white liberals that was asking what are these marching for whenever it's black lives matter what are you doing to sit in for well what about my branch what do you want those people anybody notice how they haven't asked what the white nationalist marches are for Mm-mm. they just understand mm-hmm. why do they understand i don't hear you complain about they it. don't need a list of com- demands they don't need a website they don't they just they there's no curiosity there's no hey why are you blocking the streets it's none of that they just know it's almost as if inherently by nature of living in this country we all understand white supremacy and what the goals are it's almost like you can make that assumption but i don't want to speak on anyone else's behalf but mighty curious that i haven't seen not one not even one i know a lot of people not even one person being like what the fuck do these white nationalists want what are think pieces where are they at where are the people that are supposed to tell them this is not the best tactic come on if you want to be heard then you should elect local congressmen and get neither i mean they did i mean you could argue they got one one. they got at least one you could argue but nobody said that though nobody said if this is the things you want there's a process for do this and why are you fucking going out and blocking traffic and starting commotions and burning down your own neighborhoods and shit nobody says that to them why is that is it not curious hmm i mean i'm not a white supremacist or a black supremacist to be honest with you I'm more of a taco supremacist <laughs> yes extra sour cream mm-hmm but my fellow taco supremacist is i feel like we need I'm a rally here okay a lot of people try to act like they shade of taco bell well what about taco bell pride hmm y'all wouldn't march for that mild medium or hot sauce yes hot sauce y'all wouldn't i want to march for the return of that lava cheese that they used to put on them uh-huh. a lot of people said that was delicious oh it was the flames what my chicken chalupa what my naked chicken chalupa that's why where that chalupa sauce at okay lesson we need to meet downtown <laughs> pull down a damn statue of mcdonald's or some shit i don't know we gonna pull down we need to pull down a statue of something and get our motherfucking sauce back uh, kick the crown off that king right we will be heard we will not be replaced taco supremacist is not going anywhere Mm-mm. and if you're not a taco if you don't practice taco supremacy what's something what's something wrong with your life you're not a real american <laughs> somebody said make taco bell great again make taco bell grande again grande make it grande again oh man speaking of speaking of uh pulling down these monuments i gotta i gotta be honest man um i'm kind of against y'all pulling down these confederate monuments i didn't want to say it because i know it's unpopular and i have a platform and i'm required to agree with everything that black people do but i don't like it because why i'm a piss in public now (laughs) hmm I'm supposed to hold it till I get home. Mm-hmm. 
nah if i pull if i see a confederate monument i gotta pull over you know what i'm saying put a few sprinkles on there for the ancestors you know now i gotta go to a new spot i don't know maybe instead of taking them down we could just add uh we could we could add like harriet tubman pissing on them like i like a fountain and it's harriet tubman and like the piss is coming out of her dress on top of them or something i don't know because i need i still need to pee and i'm not gonna be going to these bathrooms okay until until we allow trans people to use the bathrooms like everybody else i'm gonna be paying on confederate monuments that's just how i get down i gotta make two statements okay <laughs> i'm making two statements at the same time oh uh, <laughs> oh man you know uh you know what the confederate monument is for liberal white people though what tina Fey jokes they don't want us to pull them down they want niggas to get over it they want us to get over it but they don't stop worshiping it y'all just like the confederate white come on everything at the end of the day is just get the fuck over it and a lot of it like i said the conversation we had the other day made sense now Mm -hmm. like everything's starting to click we're embarrassed and we want to get over shit because we're embarrassed y'all calling her out we're embarrassed y'all calling right. her out we in fact we know she wrong but we won't admit she wrong we'll just fight you to the goddamn death the embarrassment won't stick it hasn't stuck in yet though because you know it's in, the embarrassment happens when they apologize right it's like uh bill maher when he had them black people come on the show and he got he let he let michael eric uh dyson get him but then when ice cube said something and uh simone sanders said something all, so all of a sudden it was all right i think it's all been said let's move on because the point was to have a moment where you could say it's over mm-hmm. and that's what that moment with michael Eric dyson was mm-hmm. same thing with this shit it's not over yet like yeah no, they're not embarrassed yeah. yet by tina fey it's, they will be embarrassed if she has to it will know they were embarrassed if they do something like well she won't be back on or she apologized or something. I don't think they're embarrassed over this. Oh no, and I don't think that ever happened. I don't, not this. This one is not uh, something that will you'll get an apology from anybody about. Mm-hmm. Let's truth be told, uh, because she can white be white, and move on. Uh, the people that are most offend, offended the most are the people in the sheet cake industry, um, because you know all they want to do is sell you sweet and delicious cakes, and they all of a sudden now their cake comes with white women tears, and they're like, "This is not what we wanted on our sheet." I cake. just hope that one woman from the help is making Tina Fey sheet cakes. That's all. I just hope she gets all the sheet cakes she can eat, and I hope, I hope they are full of sheet. I hope it's just a very sheety cake that she is just mm, just devour it. Um dick gregory died i was seeing that yeah and tina Fey's jokes killed him that's they figured it out yeah it was a murder he saw her jokes and said damn these white people won't learn shit and he just died and it was tina Fey's whack-ass joke that Mm. did it he said really in 2017 y'all think thomas jefferson raping that black girl is funny like y'all actually know the history and you still think it's a good punchline to throw in the middle of your joke okay all right I'm gonna go ahead and die now. Thanks, yeah, Tina Fey. Yeah, that man been around for a long time, and he was. Uh, uh, I've been kind of learning a little bit. Like I knew of him, but not really, because you know he's a lot older than me, and not of my generation. So you know, he was a comedian. Basically, from my understanding, at the height of his comedy, he basically did a switch and went to activism. Mm-hmm. And basically, and basically, it killed his comedy career. Basically, yeah, you gotta pay the cost. Look at Kaepernick. Can't be out here talking too much motherfuckers will get you up out of here but yeah he died and jerry lewis died too so they dead 
Jerry, that's the white man, ain't it? Yeah. Okay. He's the one like waving that he made all those comedies and shit. Um, wonder what Stacey Dash is up to now that Diamond and Silk stole her tap dancing shoes. Nothing. I wonder. She gotta be doing something. She existing. Mm-hmm. She just sitting at home in debt or something. I wonder. That, that's it. I mean, what else is there to do? It's been a while. Cause ain't nobody gonna hide. Like, like I told you before, they only hide niggas because Obama was in office. Right. The nigga leave office. A lot of people lost jobs. Y'all quit getting on them panels. They quit having y'all as guests. They quit inviting y'all to colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. They quit inviting y'all to these big old um, uh, programs that they have where mm-hmm. come speak on our behalf. Conventions. Uh, conventions, thank you. All them shit stopped. Y'all right. quit being booked. Y'all quit being called. They quit asking y'all to be on their podcast because as far as them concerned, the niggas left, so your opinion left too. Yeah, it's been interesting because I listen to a lot of black people that do comedy podcasts and shit, like comedians and stuff. And it's funny because since Trump, I'm starting to re- listen to them, kind of wake up to shit that I feel like I've been feeling. Mm-hmm. But I think in that industry, which is still dominated by white men, um, it's no different than any other industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, it markets itself as different. It markets itself as a meritocracy and all this shit. But it's impossible nah. for it to be a meritocracy. Even sports isn't a true meritocracy. Mm-hmm. Or Kyle Kaepernick would have a job. Right. But a lot of white people have been activated in the wake of Trump. And so you're seeing the entertainment industry sort of mirror this. So now you're seeing white people give these unabashed, like, really racist opinions about mm-hmm. black art yes. and black entertainment. And when black people get spots and they don't get the spot, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's these liberal PC, the mafia, like everything. But the fact that I might not be the funniest person in the room at all times. Come on. Or the only people that are funnier than me might not be white people. Come on. Um, well, I might you see be them, mediocre. right? You see them turn even, and that's even for successful white people. Correct. Like there's white people that have gotten a lot of shit for the fact that they're funny and they're white and the, you know socially they are put in places where people will support them uh like maybe you're funny and white so you can get on jimmy fallon you know where if you're funny and black it's a little bit harder less black people get on that show right mm-hmm. it's funny to see that um activation but you're right it i was thinking about more like political punditry but it's throughout everything that's why that's yes. what made me bring it up even now you have like white podcasters that used to be like let me bring on this black guy on my show because obama's in office and black is cool and we need a black perspective i mean there's a black perspective running the country we should show some level of deference to that now they're not interested because they don't have to be right and 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 that's the point is it's one of those things where they only talk about shit when they have to or when they're forced to or when it's the it thing they don't care and that's the thing if somebody does not care you cannot make them care and the second everybody off the black shit and everybody off the racist shit or lgbtq or whatever the shit that's not non-white male centric everybody else will move on and honestly like you said, it affects everything across the board because a lot of people fail to realize with all this white nationalism and all the Trumps in office, 
truth be told, it's going to be harder for people to get promotions now. It's going to be harder for black people to get hired now because he's telling them it's all right to discriminate. It's all right if you don't get give them these jobs. It's all right because whatever job you give them is some white person, deserving white person that should get this job regardless if they're qualified regardless of the educational level regardless of if they did what what it took to deserve it all that matters is that a black person got a position that a white person deserves and a lot of white people feel that way regardless and that's something that white people have felt for a very very long time anytime a black person gets a job period they automatically assume that they got there by some goddamn handout not based off of their merits and a lot of times truth be told most black people a lot of jobs they have they got them overqualified for they're overqualified for you sitting beside a co-worker that don't even have a goddamn bachelor degree a college degree and you got your doctorate degree but y'all still working the same job but there's nothing wrong with people that got degrees but 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 i'm but i'm saying that you're overqualified for your job so a job that you should be getting paid for which would probably thousands of dollars more you're not even getting looked at because they consider you on the same level as this person that doesn't even have a high school degree and that's and and that becomes a problem and you're going to get more and more of this you're going to get more black people get denied not get promotions not get invited because all of a sudden the trend of brownness the trend of blackness the trend of lgbtq the trend of diversity in this country is getting rejected diversity is getting rejected so when diversity gets rejected you know what it goes back to the default of whiteness control alt delete whiteness and the thing about it the thing that's even more fucked up and this is to talk about some of the stuff we talked about yesterday the people that's going to be affected the most is white women they're going to be affected more than any other group you 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 got that ceo job honey because of affirmative action they looked at you and gave you a promotion because of affirmative action they wouldn't even look at the niggas or the brown people but the white man looked at you because the law said he had to give you a chance and an opportunity you are also a minority you're not brown but you're also a minority because you're not a white male and so you're going to be affected more than any other fucking group and it pisses me off when your default is to fall back into whiteness a group that doesn't give a fuck about you either you want to know what's wild about that though because people say that a lot because statistically with these jobs and shit white women have taken the most advantage of affirmative action right college and interest all this here's the thing though karen they won't be affected more than any other group and that's the sad truth because they still hide under the shield of white maleness your father's a white man the person that you marry is probably going to be a white man. Uh, your brothers and, uh, and uncles and autos, they're white men. So their benefit is your benefit. Their gain is your gain. You know, when we see stuff like, in, it's, it's a trope even at this point. In every TV show and movie or whatever, it's the parents pay for the kids' college. Right? We see it. Now, in most black people's households, I would guarantee you, without even doing any research, black parents don't talk like that because we don't have intergenerational wealth many of the times if a child is going to college their first time that anyone's going to college in the family second generation a lot of you know my parents very smart very you know accomplished people and even they had to look at me and be like if you don't get a scholarship you're gonna have to take out loans it is what it is like this is a thing that we want you to do we want this for you but you gotta be smart you gotta make this happen we can't afford to pay thousands and thousands thousands of dollars for you go to college we just can't we're not going to take on those loans and put it on our house and shit like that. 
you know where a lot of times white people get to do those things so it's while you're right statistically the mentality that white women have is the same reason 53 percent of them voted for trump and it's why they're complicit they're not victims Mm -hmm. they're not they haven't been fooled they're not stupid they know what you said they know that they don't give a fuck right you know what i'm saying like even them think like they never think they're so fucking um indoctrinated they don't think to themselves when my white husband is talking about minorities the pc mafia and diversity he's also talking about women he's also talking about white women he's also talking when he's talking about being anti-choice he may couch it in some old it's about these black people and all this shit he's talking about my vagina when he's talking about um you know um people getting jobs they don't deserve because affirmative action he talking about my job you know he like this it's a bunch of shit a lot of these some of these white women don't even come from this country and they're married to men that voted for trump and they're sitting up there like like tom brady's wife is not from america and she is sitting up there dealing with a man that loves trump that's his friend which a lot of people are like that doesn't mean he had a hat and all this shit he may or may not have voted for him calling trump your friend is even worse come on it's worse than voting for him everybody thinks that trump voters are riley cooper and they're a lot more like tom brady but the point being uh these white women are covered they, they are covered by that because they're coveted by white men so Correct. as long as they are wanted by white men they will be protected in their minds by white men for the most part like whiteness protects them hell half of the fucking racial um policies that have been passed in america have been passed under the guise of protecting white women from other men it's about coveting and wanting and preserving white womanhood you know um not to get too deep but i was thinking about this this is totally unrelated but fuck it we talking now this is gonna be one of them shows um but i was i looked at this um there was this article right and it was like the last okay so if you know anything about the civil war you guys heard know what the rebel yell is okay so the rebel yell is the confederate soldiers were known for making this like um this 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 sound uh like uh yelling when uh they came over like you know to fight and they, like when they were in battle they had a battle cry okay and a battle cry and nobody knew what it sounded like not because obviously this war happened before we were really recording shit and stuff like that right, right. so nobody really knows what it sounded like i i watched the entire um documentary uh for the civil war um and you know they had like approximations and stuff but they were like people to this day don't truly know um what the fuck it sound like so we don't know right. like we get we can only like assume it's hooting and hollering woo and yippee or whatever but you just don't know right and so i was uh i saw this article on the daily mail where it was like oh rare film of the last gathering that you know on film that they know of confederate soldiers and it was uh confederate soldiers that were they were all old many, like many of them i mean way past their prime right a lot of them were dead by now but yeah. of course yeah they had their they got they had their grays on their, their their army uniforms um and they were sitting there um and they were hooting and hollering and uh and i'm I'm gonna try to show y'all this video because i want y'all to see it because you really need to see it to grasp it but they were sitting there and they were hooting and hollering and 
you know uh they did the rebel yell because they because nobody knew what it sounded like so it's like oh here we need to capture this moment in history so that you know the world has an archive of what the fuck we sounded like in battle right right this is a this is a, these are soldiers that lost a war he's not a, like this is not uh or it should not be considered a momentous occasion like this is this is a moment of the people that got their ass were coming together and being like look at this shit isn't this um amazing um let me uh is it showing on screen yet Mm-mm. taking this time okay uh, i just want to because it okay, i just want to make sure it it's on there okay uh so i'm gonna play this video because i want y'all to hear the yell as well because i mean obviously i was curious about this shit but you had to see these people too um because i think it, it adds another context to to the thing and then i'm gonna then i'm gonna say what i have to say you see all these people waving the flags um hold on. There you go. gives me great pleasure our esteemed superintendent of this audience who will lead the rebel yell. Now, look how old these people are. Okay, now what do you see in the background of these people? Nothing but white people. Okay, but look further. You it you also they're they're white women. Yes, they are now. They're, it's almost exclusively white women behind these men. <laughs> A couple children, right? A couple children. a white woman even coaches yeah. coaches the the older white soldier who's about to do the rebel yell she put go out there do it you go do it now it's your turn yeah because they got them they got those what those old school fur coats on yeah like that's how you can kind of spot the women out yeah yeah I, I try to make it as big as possible but it's mostly women behind them it is i feel highly honored at the introduction of our worthy friend and um, comrade captain uh dr lewis and uh i will do the best i know how to get that yell up for you and they have the rebel flags next to them the kids have a rebel flag all that shit. few of us old corn feds are left we do all we can we can't give you much but we'll give you what we got left ladies and gentlemen I so have now it. he's gathered all of his fellow soldiers of the confederacy that are still alive together to make this rebel yell once again so backed by a lot of women like not like you guys can look it up for yourselves i don't know it is a lot of women it's not a couple women like Mm -mm, there's about probably 10 to 12 men in this crowd and probably about 50 to 60 women (laughs) right okay this is important the pleasure of announcing to you that we're going to make an effort to repeat the old rebel yell one two three And everybody's laughing and having a good time behind them because they got to hear the rebel yell one last time and document it, right? Alright. We'll now give you the individual there, Captain James Dinkin. So that's individually practicing. Now, I don't need to play the rest of that, but uh i I think it's important to note something here right um the thing that i noticed about it 
and i had never thought about this shit in this way before and maybe other people have and i'm just super late to the party but when i watched that video i realized something and the same thing is true of like the robert e lee highway system i read something about that this weekend on a twitter thread i wish i knew the person's name and i'm sorry i forgot it but it was really good and i'm pretty sure i retweeted it so maybe y'all can find out i i, I, I wish i, I should have researched her name my fault but um she was saying that the reason that there there was supposed to be an international lincoln highway system um mm-hmm. and it didn't happen but if anyone's driven up the east coast specifically it's definitely in the south you guys have noticed there's a robert e lee highway in pretty much everywhere you stop yes it is uh stonewall jackson everywhere especially in virginia and shit everywhere well that's because the daughters of the confederacy basically organized to have the highway system named after the this the these people these generals of the south and that was and that wasn't everywhere like it wasn't like because it was never an intention thing and what they would do is they would unofficially name these highways that shit like i think lincoln's highway is i forget the it's like i-80 or some shit but but no one calls it that because it's just i-80 it's a federal highway well all these other highways were supposed to be named shit but what would happen is the local jurisdiction the local people would start calling it the stonewall jackson general lee the robert e lee street and nobody and so so then by the time you got to put got ready to put some names on it it's already got a name right so now you have an an entire these some of these states that have confederate statues they weren't states when they were when the when the statues were put there Mm -mm. you see what i'm saying like they weren't even states yet and their statues talking about celebrate the confederacy right we have let confederate people write their history i say we i mean white people because they feel sorry for them they're their family members in many cases if you're from the north you still might have family in the south right that's your brother's ass that got kicked and you don't have the no mercy sweep the leg that you need to have to eradicate the white supremacy of their march not to mention it is shared just because the north had less black people don't make them right not racist right right when black right. people moved up north and start establishing like um communities oftentimes they will get burned to the ground come on now and and, and that's something and even to today not to get off topic and i know you can move on that's something that motherfucking kills me it's a lot of niggas up north that think that a lot of shit that happens is just a fucking down south problem y'all got fucking problems up there too if you got white people you got motherfucking racism well the problem you know the point being but we like the we like to romanticize the idea that racism is a southern problem and that these these confederates they're the problem take down their statues they're the real issue but the thing is the statue should have never been erected right and here's the thing i realized watching this clip i hate to take the long way around but this is what this is what i'm coming to white women are just as fucking responsible if not more responsible and the reason that they had to put up these statues they had to name the highways after these losing generals the reason that they had to um not let these men be known as losers is because they needed these men to be men these men came home from a war where they were decimated got their asses kicked had their property destroyed lost their social standing in many cases lost their wealth uh not to mention you know their um superiority over the slaves in their states keep in mind like i said not like the north wasn't racist they just didn't necessarily have the slavery and and mass production of crops the same way but right you know they lot but 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 for 10 years or so 
you know before um they eased off of that that period where you know like reconstruction begins or whatever and they start letting white people you know enforce jim crow laws and things of this nature um but for for a time there was a period where white men in the south lost so much they weren't men quote-unquote in the way that we we celebrate white malehood in america right so they didn't get a chance to be that and as a woman as somebody's child as someone's loved one the daughters of the confederacy they had to make sure that these they were reestablished as white men again so that's where you get the lie that even though it's in like texas's secession documents you get the lie that this is not a war about race this is a war of northern aggression this is a war about uh you know the fact that the, the north is trying to uh not give people a choice and shit and it's like the choice was enslaving people but but cool you know like it actually didn't have to be about that but y'all turned it into that um you know uh so it was you know it was not a war about freedom for black people and shit and there were good slave owners and not everybody owned slaves and shit like that but everybody owned guns and got in that army and got their ass kicked um so you had these white women build these white men back up that's how i looked at it and that's what that picture reminded me of that's the reason there's 50 white women those are those are granddaughters daughters wives aunts sisters mothers those are the people behind them going i need my grandfather to be somebody to me that i can't let my grandfather hang his head i can't let my my husband come home and and not see that i respect him in my in his eyes you know like i can't let him see that and it's for that moment right there decades later because they worked hard for this moment they reshaped the history of getting their ass kicked they put it in textbooks they changed what we know that's why people call it heritage not hate bingo half the reason that motherfucking uh white people accept these lies and they're not prepared to fight against white supremacy because they don't even have the curiosity or the knowledge of how shit works is because you literally were taught the opposite like white people were just taught like hey we all were in these schools we were just kind of taught like yeah there was this war thing and both sides kind of had a point but you know the the bad the, the bad side lost and then you know they they were able they learned their lesson and then they moved on it's like that's not how that happened but that's the way it's taught so that it's like look my grandfather wasn't racist he just didn't want these northern people telling him what to do you mean about slaves you mean about black people being equal or deserving any level of freedom or whatever you know and it's not like the north did that out of goodness or their heart i'm not Mm -mm. this is not about lionizing the north this is simply about what had to happen for white maleness to exist in this country everybody had to be lied to and accept the lie we don't do that with anything else nothing everything everything else get fucking erased and cleared and, and all that shit we laugh at that shit when other people try it like we laugh at when hotels be like we all kings and queens we be like man nigga we ain't nobody everybody can't be a king and queen come on everybody like we laugh at that shit because it sounds stupid but that's essentially what this shit is no listen all of them were just hard-working good white people that got forced into a war that they didn't really want to fight it was a lost cause but they had to do it to, for pride for heritage and all this shit and you're like or because they just were racist, racist and they were addicted to slave labor and the profits from that and even to this day our country is still hooked on that shit and that's why it runs that way right yep you don't see not one black person celebrating with them but it's heritage not hate y'all why is the southern heritage only apply to white people where were the black people 
i i see people all the time black people fall in the confederacy did they by choice come on they were forced they they was fighting to stay a slave because right. it was so good they had it too good right they was forced and you know know your history because a lot of them started fighting it was like hey what we gonna do we gonna sneak out overnight and cross this line because you yeah, know what do they tell us though they tell us that black people like look at like i said we have done such a disservice to this country by people avoiding learning about this shit because right. we really need to learn but it's they they hid their racism and altruism oh we took these black people out of africa and we taught them about jesus they do that all the time i i know deep down there's a lot of reasons that i'm not religious and i don't fuck with church but near the top has got to be the way white people write about teaching black people about christianity near the top you know and i know that's a conflict a lot of black people must have to struggle with because i know i goddamn did you know what i mean like it's hard to reconcile that shit and and i know religion goes back further than that and christianity goes back i hear you but the fact that that motherfucker taught it to me make me feel like that ain't right you know what i mean like it's like uh that's your shit mm. how your shit the same as my shit because your shit telling me to take this ass whooping and you the one whooping my ass i don't understand like you ain't had to turn the other cheek when the north came when you decided it was northern aggression what was your what was all your religion then because you told me stay docile dog you told me to chill i don't see no chill in your in your whole spectrum right now anyway um but yeah i it just made me realize like this lie even something this far back in history it's a huge lie constructed to maintain white male his like white male ego the fragility of a white man if not for that and it's so relatable it worked people in the north that had every reason to be like man fuck them motherfuckers dog they tried to secede from our country like you know how much money comes in our country through via the south for crops and shit they was about to start charging us for cotton and shit these niggas was a lost day mind you would think just out of sheer pettiness Mm -hmm. you would be like they killed abraham lincoln you would think who was not as popular president as people think he's one of those he like the notorious bigger presidents like that nigga died and everybody was like oh my god this nigga was the greatest of all time but it's like yeah y'all didn't fuck with him when he was alive like that you know like you know it's like i'm not saying nobody fuck with him but it was a whole lot of like he almost ain't be president for two turns it was a whole lot of like this nigga got us in a war we hate him you know he let them niggas free he let them fight with us like it's a whole lot of that people don't really fuck with that dude the way that they claim they fuck with that dude but um it's kind of interesting though to see how you know when you see that hooting and hollering and shit and the pride in those yells and the the white women behind them like yes clapping and going for them it's like white women boosted them motherfuckers up so that we got that moment so that they could do that right there white women did that Mm -hmm. so when you say stuff like how white women gonna be affected by this shit that's what i think about Mm -hmm. taking it all the way back to what you started with they not they would rather have a strong white male than to have even a strong myself even like if if, like i'd rather have my man's ego intact and he kind of covets and protects me than to say i'm relying on myself because i make as much as a man makes i don't need no man they don't want that that's not their experience in america and not saying all white women but enough of them that they vote for trump enough of them 
that they that they have white supremacists husbands and brothers and sisters and, and, and cousins and all this shit and they don't say nothing enough of them that they sit in the house and eat fucking cake enough of that you know what i mean like like that's that's what this shit came down to for me man so anyway that's that's that was what i was thinking about um but all right let's see any other things i want to get to today i know we've been talking for a while about these white folk um trey song pleads guilty to misdemeanors and he gets 18 months probation what did what uh what did trey songs do yeah well uh i don't know if you remember uh, i think we covered on the show but he was doing a concert in detroit and um he went above the local time because if a nigga cut me off i'm going to fuck crazy you understand <laughs> don't do it. don't do it. don't do it. cut me off don't do it. don't, don't cut, cut me off don't do it. that ah yeah that's illegal you can't just do that right because you you need to pay them people that just working overtime now (laughs) yeah he was arrested in his dressing room after chaos ensued during his performance initially the singer was charged with aggravated assault and assault a police officer prosecutors reduced the charges in exchange for a guilty plea he's right there fighting folks after 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 he uh uh, broke the time he told him not to cut him he told him not to do it i mean that is a warning I guess technically he was standing his ground. I mean, he told you if a nigga cut me off, I'm going the fuck crazy. And he did apparently. Listen, Trey Songs is apparently a man of his word. Yes, he is. Uh, so yeah, um, they reduced the charge, and he pled charge guilty to two counts of disturbing the peace, and was sentenced to 18 months of probation. The singer then apologized to the city for the disturbance, saying he had no intentions of letting things get that out of hand. So there you guys go. Mm-mm. oh my god i got this off a of ballers like y'all oh what happened it had a comment from hating ass Terrell jones oh lord what did he have to say <sighs> something problematic karen <laughs> you know how he is let me uh he said <clears throat> niggas with herpes always wilding out that's what he said what apparently herpes make you Fight make the police. You out. Make you fight the police, right? Make you get aggressive at the cops. Ah, oh, hey, Nashville. Ah, never change. Never change. Never change. Uh, <laughs> this is not a repeat from 2002 or no, whatever. Not a repeat. This is a don't call it a comeback. What's happening? Yeah, don't call it a comeback. Indeed, Mystical is on the run. He's sought after in an alleged sexual assault. On the run. Yeah, apparently. I don't know if they caught him by now. Yeah, didn't we cover when he, uh, what was that, beautician woman? And he, didn't he go to jail for that? He did go to jail for that, with the prison even. But, uh, he's back. Mm-hmm. So, he's out here raping women. I guarantee you, the way this sounds. SLA News oh, 12 shit. Weekend. oh, shit. They got a recap? Okay. It's the, it's the actual news. Uh, hold on. I, I don't have it on my screen. Uh, go ahead, keep talking. I'm sorry. Oh, so so yeah. Uh, there's a lot of women he's probably have sexually assaulted over the years, and this ain't came out of said nothing. This sound like this is this is his thing. I know a lot of people try to say like that first one that he was accused of because you know different time. It was oh we were less woke. There were a lot less um advocates and a lot less uh people informed on sexual assault and stuff. 
but it was uh one of those like bitch set him up type things which you know people always run to come on and i was like i don't know man sound like he did it because apparently what happened was she stole some money from him somehow and he decided that she had to have sex with him in order to for the money that she stole but and she agreed to that supposedly like that part she agreed to okay then he had other men come in and sexually assault her that's not as part of his like probably thinking she won't tell anybody because i mean obviously she owes me money she stole money from me and two rights make a wrong two wrongs make a right kind of uh which is her thing was like yeah i did that i agree to fuck you i didn't agree to fuck them right and so of course he i mean you know all of it being really shady anyway because if somebody still i forget the amount it was like a so a few it was thousands of dollars yeah, you should have fucking pressed charges against her and took her ass to jail like you would anybody else right so it was some real like street justice type shit in the first place right but then uh yeah but i still remember people being like bitch set him up she stole the money anyway that's what she get and all that stuff that was 2002 but it was almost like well he not a rapist he just but he just got caught up in some shit, right? So let me play this video for the news. Danger! Wait, why? Danger! <laughs> why are they playing his video, dog? Yeah. Oh, this must be a black news station. Gotta be. New Orleans-based rapper Mystical is in danger with Shreveport police over an alleged sexual assault. Good evening, I'm Melissa Kakarika. Police are searching for the rapper and have issued a warrant for his arrest in the alleged rape, which reportedly happened at a downtown Shreveport casino last October. Shit. Another man facing the same charge, Averwion Holman, was arrested on Friday in Colleen, Texas. Investigators say DNA evidence linked both men to the attack. Oh. Police also have a warrant for Tanisha Wafford of Harker Heights, Texas. She's accused of contacting the rape victim and trying to convince her to drop the charges. Wafford now faces a charge of accessory after the fact. Shreveport police ask if you know where Wafford or Mystical are, you contact Crime Stoppers. Y'all niggas going to jail. Straight to jail, directly to jail. Right, Do not no, pass go. Right, and I don't care what you say. Women are complicit in rape culture also. And it's one of those things where... I I I accuse him of sexual assault. You contact me, tell my job to charges. Right. Yes, you go to jail too. I'm trying to imagine sticking up for mystical. Uh, have y'all not heard his music? Come on. I mean, of- I'm not saying he definitely did it, but I uh, mean, I mean, come on, doll. I mean. Uh, have y'all really heard i mean i plotted to it because i just didn't know no better yeah i mean you and know. i didn't think he was a rapist well yeah nobody knew for sure but i mean it was all up in the songs i mean come on uh i mean the nigga had a song called pussy crook you know what yeah you we oh played. i didn't know the name i didn't know the name of the song you know because i listen to music i don't know the titles uh might be able to find it hold on i would be knowing the titles of shit i was like what uh yeah he had a song called pussy Curl. yeah and i'll be like that's my jam you can't you know that says kill all niggas i'll be like what <laughs> yeah i mean you know <laughs> you paying no attention. it happens but this is from his 2001 <laughs> album tarantula calling all cars calling all cars be on the lookout for a pussy vandalism <laughs> 
pussy vandalist that's him saying the police are after him that like this literally could be what the police are playing looking for mystical right now fucking with the punch master what would i mean because if let's say the song is about i'll steal your girl like mr trey songs why would you be talking about punching somebody though what does that have to do with fucking a woman it's not you talking about punching the dude You're talking about punching somebody's pussy or in their face taking the pussy like sound pretty rapey to me bro whatever's happening she complained i'm too sexual leave me alone with her. i bet you i get sex to hoe i mean consensually vegetables knock it down by over there but still got dick up the throat the man right here the fuck you on the floor still shake the chandelier i gotta call again somewhere stop that fucking fucking brilliant ass over here bitch not don't do guess that wild work that ball what you doing up at 2 a.m in the horror tale gotta get you what you came for doing up at 2 a.m in his hotel because he gonna give you what you came for a lot of yelling a lot of a yeah lot of, i mean i don't know if uh, ladies are into i, I mean, mean that shit turned to a search and seizure at that point i i mean i mean i mean, I mean maybe it does but i i don't like to be yelled at i i don't know about nobody else yeah you know i you know we would have a problem if all of a sudden you looked at me like bitch come over here well, yeah what what what, what, uh, what why are we so aggressive like i would start asking questions why why, why are we so aggressive <laughs> so i think you get the point um but even some of his hits some of his like some of, his some of the jams. songs y'all might not know that one but y'all know this mm-hmm. did this sound like he asking come a lot of yelling a lot of commands demanding <laughs> not command demanding Yeah, them beats go hard, so you be like, wait a minute. Came in with my dick in my hand. Came in with his dick in his hand. Right, he was ready to fuck. I mean, he like like he treated like a gun. I mean, listen to what he say after that. I came in with my dick in my hand. So maybe me with my foot in your ass be cool. 
why would you need to put your foot in my ass with your dick in? i don't understand what are you is this a hold up is this a robbery right what what are you gonna do is your uh, sperm a deadly bullet and don't worry about how I'm ripping this shit when I'm flipping when I'm kicking niggas. This is what I do. I'm effervescing and I'm out there crescent asses. The full grown German shepherds, motherfuckers, big step. They don't fuck with me and they down, down. Y'all bitches can't catch me and they won't. I really hope they can catch you and they will. You and that chick. Bitch, yeah, throw that pussy. Got pride up in my boot now, and down up in my boot pussy. You think I'm tricking, bitch? I ain't tripping. I'm buying if you got nice curves for your iceberg. Bringing here, I'm not gonna like it, do something to me. Hope this indecent proposal make you do something with me. Fuck a dollar, girl, pick up this. Uh, and fuck a towel, girl, you need a real nigga. Off top, nigga, box, hurting shit. Bend over, ho, show me what you're working with. Shake your ass, watch yourself. Shake your ass, show me what you're working with. Attention, all your plays and fans. For real. Now in the place to be. Shake your ass. Yeah, those feel like commands to me. You know what? And I've always it's it's several rappers that I know there's some people jam, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, nigga, you, I just feel like you're yelling at me. Some people, I just can't listen because you're not, we're, we're not having a conversation. You're giving me commands and demands. I'm like, I'm good. And I think actually this is the worst one. Yeah. The danger song. I don't know if that's Cause a I name. feel like she in danger. But honey, you better well, run. Yelling. Run. I just want to dance. Danger. Okay, Girl, I'm, get just out. Gonna, I'm just want to stand up here. Oh, no. I gotta get on the floor. Right, yeah. I, I understand, no. sir. Sing so I, I'm singing. I'm already singing it. Please. Get on the I, I gotta sing it on the floor. Right, yeah. I, I know you right there, sir. Please. Run, woman, run. Um, I got a heel, sir. I can only do so much. Look at all them commands, y'all. Right, I gotta shake my ass, Stand drop my pussy, pussy, stay in line. I gotta do a I, lot of. I mean, yeah, I mean, all this for a five dollar tip. I mean, I didn't stretch before I came. You should have told me that. I mean, I'm not that quite that flexible. I'm just saying. Ah, oh, no. oh no! Oh 
I'm just I, saying it's a lot. Yeah, he just sound like he. I mean, I mean, I don't care how much you paying. I mean, yo, yo demands is too. I mean, they gonna have to tip me better than this, cause I mean. I mean, I'm busting my pussy, I'm doing a headstand, I'm dropping it low, I'm standing on line, I mean, I got heels, I mean, shit. I just feel like, uh. I need to up my fees. They gonna go in the courtroom and play that song. That's all I'm saying. Gonna be the quickest trial ever. I mean, I don't mind being here, I mean, but goddamn, I mean, come on now. Let me go to the next session. We're at the break. But, uh, yeah, I think they just gonna go straight to the next, like, just, uh, exhibit a your honor um the pussy crook is a song that he made uh and the second song your honor is danger like these women were in danger you hear them yelling and demanding uh that she does various different acts um on said complainant i mean these are the same things that you know she was told your honor my client is not in any way shape or form gonna be a, a problem in the community he is not a a, a danger to the community I, I don't understand uh your honor the defense would like to present exhibit a you know what time it is nigga. you know The defense rests, your honor. <laughs> yeah, um, as you could tell, um, he asked her to uh, pop that pussy, do a headstand, to spin around. I mean, and by the aggression of his voice, it, di- it didn't sound like he was very pleasant. It sounded like demands, in my opinion, your honor. He clear- Listen, your honor, my client is clearly being accused of a crime he didn't commit this man does not have the capacity or the will ah! to do that he loves and respects the community and he loves and respects women and his fans that are women oh, many does? of them are women and they will tell you that i have no I object to honor these 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 in these these in indi- indignitations i don't know what the right word is but these these heinous accusations that you are it's just it's, it's just repugnant what is what he, my client's being accused of uh the, the 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 prosecution would uh like to exit uh exhibit uh present exhibit b calling all cars calling all cars be on the lookout for a pussy vandalism the defense uh, rest your honor right and and uh somebody made a good point uh all of a sudden you know they start having strobe lights and shit you um um can somebody please explain where all of the dancers came from and why it's glitter everywhere and why they oh i mean they they just appeared a puff of smoke and they just appeared when the song came on i don't understand sir yeah that i mean it's gonna be an open and shut case dog come on. it's it's really not i mean come on 
come on man uh but yeah that i just thought that was a mm-hmm. interesting story this ain't no old story y'all this is recent mm-hmm. Red, last I, year when i saw the i when i saw it i really saw it on facebook and i said people really gotta stop sharing old stories mm-hmm. about shit because y'all really be making me think something happened <gasps> 2017 right. you know like uh. oh and they're gonna find him because no matter where he go a nigga gonna spot him out the blue mm-hmm now that girl another thing but she got family somebody gonna spot her but they'll catch him wait for they catch her uh, all i know is this song's gonna be used as evidence he never come back on the streets Mm-mm. sir my client is a man of means he got, he's charitable he gives to the children he is a person that is trying to do the right thing and he's not a flight risk your honor he will come and face these unscrupulous charges directly uh in court uh so we would like to have him released on his own recognizance uh the defense presents exhibit c don't listen to me if i'm trying to get out on bail i'm gonna be raping people all over the place the nigga right here <laughs> um i know i'll be helping these kids yeah. but that's what i say to get up out of a bid i mean he did say the n-word right here and i'm under the assumption that he's talking about your himself your honor i'm just saying whatever his defense say he already got a song that's gonna fuck it up come on you know <laughs> he done already made the song right they just it's just it's something in the catalog already yes it is sir he gives a lot to charity and he has several business engagements that require him to come leave the state so we want to ask that he be released on his own reconnaissance and you know just with a further you know date on the trial you can't release me on my own reconnaissance i'm gonna be out here raping these bitches since 94 like oh jesus and i'm gonna do it again don't matter if I say I'll be in the courtroom with a grin. What you looking at, Jerry? Get on the floor. You trying to get raped with some of my mystical fury? <laughs> Bitch, thing. Please don't hit me. Yeah. I'm just in the studio. So please, please, please. <laughs> Bitch, what you looking at? I just want to live to tomorrow. <laughs> this nigga going to jail. Forever. Forever. Jesus ever, Christ. ever, 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 lock that nigga up. Jesus, buddy. Uh, anyway, I hope he didn't do it, but Jesus, that's, uh, that's gonna be kind of hard to prove. Come on. That is gonna, I mean, maybe make less rapey songs if you're trying to not be known as a rapist. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he should, cause you just throw a few, like, uh, and no means no! only yes means yes you need affirmative consent yeah! that's what i learned when i went to prison <laughs> y'all niggas need to stop raping these bitches i know you're acting scared why do i yell <laughs> because it's my only tone i don't know how to talk in a regular sound <laughs> you niggas need to get some intersectionality yes! start looking at my personality <laughs> i love all the bitches out there <laughs> white bitches black bitches lgbtq i love y'all it don't matter what bathroom you in where you're going number two because if you're kicking it with mr you doing with what you do <laughs> yeah. i don't care how you look when you get on the floor right because see he can't put out an r kelly song like somebody said he can't put out a gospel he can't do that his, his, his shit won't sound right Mm-mm. i believe i can fly if you don't believe me, bitches, why don't you try it? <laughs> See, it ain't got the same ring to it, yeah. And all you hoes, be quiet. You're like,
like hey man these songs ain't helping you miss it right i know right 12 play <laughs> bitch we at 12 sing it like what what happened what's what's happening here gospel choir sing right. please don't hurt us we just we just love jesus so please tell me where i go to cash my check bitch shut the fuck up i mean no keep saying it stand up get on the floor shake your ass what <laughs> why am i twerking and doing gospel at the same time i'm confused i'm just saying this nigga i got jail <laughs> come on i hope he didn't do it but come on uh <laughs> allegedly quote unquote how the fuck is he yeah bruh your whole jesus just jesus every track is the same right every track every track i'm getting yelled at <laughs> i'm lying to you right now judge yeah. <laughs> aj number but number well you're checking that thing <laughs> you're like what how did we get here <laughs> he going to jail i think he <clears throat> i mean allegedly uh anyway uh i mean you know we have a license for comedy we can say he did it uh, it's a joke ironically tina fey i call it tina fey on it guys did it danger he gonna have new songs danger to the community you are watching oh, beauty shit. videos while you shake uh shake the spot that's gonna be a new one <laughs> <laughs> uh if i did it here's how that's another song oh no uh all right um it's time for white people news guys it's been a very um intense show and i want you guys to uh to have some fun white people news uh karen is showing in chat yet Check. Uh, yes all right here we go guys much longer no i got to be right now and i can't get much wronger man i've been waiting all night now that's how long i've been, been on ya yeah yeah need you right now i need you right now let's get lost tonight you can be my key boss tonight Secretary, I can be your boss tonight. Don't give up what they, they say. Right. Right. Christian and Christian Dior, damn. Don't make them like this anymore. I ask if I'm not sure. Does anybody make real, real shit anymore? anymore? Bow in the friends of greatness. Right now thou hast forsaken us. And you should be honored by my lateness. That I need to show up to your fake shit. Go ahead, go nuts and go eat shit. Past hell of my babe shit. shit. Act like you can't tell who made it. You got a homie. Take six and take this haters. Now, now, now that don't kill me. It only make me stronger. Want you to hurry up now. Cause I can't wait much longer. No, I got to be right now. And I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on you. 
lot, but who the hell could you front on me? One of me. Caught up in the morning ride. Same for a blind eye. Do anything when the time's right. Oh, baby, you're making it harder, better, faster, and stronger. Jesus, you turned that shit into the White Lives Matter anthem. Whitest thing ever, and I didn't know it was uh, rapacoustics.com. I didn't know either. Because that would flash across his thing. I was like, oh, they got a whole site? I felt like that video wasn't, um... That, well was, that wasn't a normal high quality. It wasn't quantity. the right size. It was, right, yeah. He didn't have a mic. They just it, it was, they what, love what, us. What not normal uh, uh, YouTube <clears throat> radicalistic standards? All right, that's y'all man time. That's right, can't get right into it. Got to talk about Trump. Mm-hmm, y'all elected him. Um, Ivanka Trump done dropped another fake-ass press release, a leak to the media about how she was the one that got uh bannon gone and got him fired because of his outright and racist tendencies uh i noticed that all the links about ivanka trump always try to disassociate her from the racism of her uh father and they always try to paint her in a good light she leaking this shit herself and more importantly than that she didn't say a motherfucking thing when that girl got ran over at that white supremacist rally Mm -mm, not one and then she had the nerve to say something uh when the american got killed in barcelona when that motherfucker did some terrorism uh you know when the american got ran over by the terrorists with the car you ain't slick you are the same as your daddy fuck you um yeah she was accused of disgusting hypocrisy after instagram said to pray for barcelona while remaining totally silent about charlottesville ride victim heather Hare. and keep in mind they only care because the white girl i get it i've accepted it i'm not i'm not immune to that you don't need to write in and tell us that that obvious point but yes that is why they care and even then she didn't say shit about that little white girl yeah because she didn't matter it happened here yeah because it was a white terrorist that she agreed with doing that shit it was white supremacist like her motherfucking father so it wasn't a big deal uh billionaire carl ishan itching i don't know departs trump's administration before negative magazine story is published uh he uh he's the advisor on deregulation efforts uh well he left his he left his position as advisor on the deregulation efforts just days before the new yorker was prepared to publish a lengthy article detailing potential conflicts of interest itchin said in a letter to trump released friday that he would resign to prevent partisan bickering about his role that democrats suggested would benefit him financially now keep in mind they're probably going to still do exactly what his plan was correct so he's done enough right. to get the benefit financially now he gets to resign and say hey i just don't want it to be a conflict of interest you did all the line, grind leg work to get the conflict of interest to benefit yourself so now you get to pull out and be like see guys wasn't did not leave at the right time no right. you didn't and none of y'all have no moral standards because you got fired or left Mitt romney demands charlottesville apology from trump as black republican senator says his moral authority is compromised and newt gingrich sounds alarm over the future of his presidency first of all anyone abandoning the ship now uh well you think you might get some credit you're just a coward to me come on you don't want to stick his white supremacy all the way through cool y'all don't want to be down for the unpopular parts of his white supremacist rhetoric put but you, y'all niggas ain't no better right you still have the same thing you just not as blatant and you put it in a nice pretty wrapped up bowl but it's the same shit when i open up the box romney still sat there and ate that motherfucking meatloaf like trump told him to so 
uh he ain't shit either some true bravery would have been saying this shit when he was saying all that white supremacy shit trying to get elected and you knew what it was but y'all y'all were cowards because y'all just want the power and they don't i don't believe you now because y'all wanted the power i don't believe y'all now uh your values are not american all but one of trump's arts and humanities council quit over hateful rhetoric in response to charlottesville atrocity all but one Mm -hmm. mm-hmm yep um phoenix mayor doesn't want president trump rallying in his city next week what does that say one trump doesn't go places where he doesn't control the crowd two he's still doing rallies you're you won the job what are you doing what is a rally supposed to do you won't even do your fucking job but you'll do a fucking rally and when you go to these rallies he's not like he's gonna say anything good don't say more racist shit more red meat for these racist motherfuckers to clap and applaud to and cheer him on for like we know what his brand is, is white supremacy that's what he's selling uh he pulled out of the kennedy kennedy center honors at the stars boycott president first lady will attend will not attend to avoid political distraction once again he doesn't go places he can't control the audience right because he knows he's not popular he's a coward and no one likes him and he's racist so now he's also an embarrassment to those who actually do like him i'll never forget how many people called trump friend before he became president and a presidential nominee and even when he was a nominee people like russell uh what the fuck is that simmons still fucking talked about how deep of a friend he was to him and and then later came out and said well i've heard him say the nigger to people and stuff in private and someone needs to release those tapes you were calling this man your friend a month ago fuck are you talking about right don't you have some black people to overcharge for some credit that was petty but i'm mad i'm sorry uh texas governor signs a bill to limit insurance coverage for abortions that's also trump's man mm-hmm. that's that trump shit that's that keep here's here's what that reminds me of bernie sanders why because bernie sanders doesn't think abortion rights are a he thinks it's an identity politics issue it's not economic and it's not an economic issue and uh we need to be willing to compromise and elect democrats that do that now why can we compromise on that you wouldn't compromise on any democrat that had any attachment to the banks i'm supposed to have a purity test on every other fucking category of being a democrat except for this one right here when it comes to something dealing with marginalized people when it comes to black lives matter when it comes to uh you know a woman's right to choose when it comes to lgbtq issues all of a sudden bernie got a lot of fucking moral gray ground and leeway and fucking uh compromises all over the place but he won't compromise on anything else i can't fuck with kamala harris i can't fuck with uh cory booker i can't fuck with um uh, any politician that's not bernie sanders except when he tells me it's okay because i like this guy and he's on my same financial shit but he just don't fuck with uh you know he don't fuck with women's right to choose but still support him i'll endorse him yeah but i'm but i'm wrong i'm tripping anyway this reminds me of that because um yeah uh signing a bill to limit insurance coverage for abortion is essentially a loophole around uh making sure women can't have a choice right like well now you you won't it won't be paid for as much so now what um see what else happened uh white supremacists who voted about being ready for violence uh cries over possible charlottesville arrest warrant you you sad am i supposed to care um i mean sound like you was talking a whole lot of shit uh his name is christopher cantwell and i guess he can't well 
i can't do the supremacy well he said he was ready for violence at the deadly rally in charlottesville virginia he has released footage of himself weeping this is another thing that's funny you released the footage of yourself because he knew enough people would feel sorry for his tears and his fragile white masculinity and need to be built up just like those confederate soldiers so now he tell you he's the real victim of this shit right uh but yeah there's allegedly a warrant out for his arrest he uh he was followed around uh during the tent during the gathering of neo-nazis kkk and white supremacists and alt-right for 22 minute documentary on vice uh on vice it showed off his guns to journalist l reeve and boasted i'm carrying a pistol i go to the gym all the time i'm trying to make myself more capable of violence however in mobile phone footage uploaded to youtube on wednesday cantwell said he was terrified after learning the police wanted to speak with him so now you crying i have been told there's a warrant out for my arrest he said in the video with everything that's happening i don't think it's very wise for me to go anywhere that's a state of emergency the national guard is here i want to be peaceful i want to be law about and that was the whole entire point of this i'm watching cnn talk about this is violent white national protest we have done everything in our power to keep this peaceful he added the neo-nazi who said in vice interview he would like to see someone more racist than trump in the white house with his ideal candidate for president being someone who did not give his daughter away to a jew provided a contact number for police to get in touch if there was a warrant out for his arrest if i can confirm you are in fact law enforcement i will give you the location and let you come and get me i'm armed i do not want violence with you i'm terrified i'm afraid you're going to kill me i really am couldn't be black for one second <clears throat> fucking coward if i gotta go to jail today you know it won't be the first time the fucking first time i honestly believe i have been law-abiding i have been engaged in violence i have there's no question about it and i've done nothing to hide that but it was in defense of myself and others i would not have done it for any other reason he added so i don't know if this video of him crying or not it just says related what a video of this nigga crying chris can't well wearing purple heather hires favorite oh nah that's about how the hire getting killed oh that's how you say her name hire okay um let me see what a crying is um okay here it is maybe this will show it the independent guy some white supremacist cries on camera as he describes terror over arrest so he afraid of police and so and what they might do to him but my black ass afraid of police and what they might do to me and i need to just get over it right i gotta live with this shit every day of my life nobody had to know you was a white supremacist you could have just not been out here holding with a bunch of guns talking about being ready for violence but then you do that shit and these are the consequences and you were violent to people and now your ass got to be in police custody and you scared and crying and it's it's highly ironic that it's a national story but never forget these are trump's people um is this shit gonna play play bitch come on play nigga i don't know why i just want to play anyway if it starts playing we'll hear it in the background this nigga was crying you might have to go to his youtube uh maybe you know what sometimes other videos i do want to see these white tears me too it's a good point um all right give me a second i'll see if i find a youtube clip i need to see this nigga crying you are in fact law enforcement i will give you my location oh. and i will and i will let you come and get me okay i'm armed i do not want violence with you all right i'm terrified i'm afraid you're gonna kill me I oh that's a robot 
Oh, I'm robotic. And I will and I will let you come and get Damn it. Alright, refreshing. Sorry guys. Technical difficulties. I guess we can't well as well. Um but yeah, this nigga up here straight up crying. Wait, the only one person I was robotic or my ro- is everybody said I robot. Somebody behind him said yep, so Okay, alright, reload. Sometimes, you know, it'd be one person that's just they got T Mobile or whatever. Um yeah, they yeah, say you are. Okay. Yep. This nigga was crying. I'm laughing. Fuck him. Uh, it's it's just funny. They can't handle the pressure. Like I, when I think of shit like this, I'm like, okay, now imagine leaving your house. There isn't a warrant out for you. Every time a police car comes behind, you got to worry about dying. Come on, I break out. I almost break in the fucking sweat. Right. I, you got to worry about getting um, pulled over for some shit you didn't do. You actually did engage in violence. You did hit people. But you don't really have to worry about, you know, getting fucked up for some shit like that because, you know, you white. Even the privilege to go make a fucking video about how you will turn yourself in and release it on YouTube and tell people all this shit and have the media pick it up and care about that shit, even that is white privilege. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have no videos of Black Lives Matter activists. They got warrants out being like, well, guys i'm so scared and uh the police are coming to get me and oh i'm gonna just turn myself in like you don't get to do that if you black Mm-mm. just show up your house bam 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 you know hope they don't kill you right you know that's i mean that's how they killed a few black panthers showing up at their house and just shooting them and being like uh nigga was dangerous you know all right here we go with this this all right ready for violence neo-nazi crime me okay i'm armed i do not want violence with you all right i'm terrified i'm afraid you're gonna kill me i really am all right so just let's do this however we need to do it you know if i if i gotta go to jail today you know it, it won't be the fucking first time all right i don't want to i don't think i should i think i've i honestly believe that i've been law-abiding mm-hmm. okay um busted a uh another one of them white supremacists uh lost his job at a pizza chain after being spotted in charlottesville that's right another one this one at the pizza place i saw somebody being like i right, listen i'm not saying that it's right but i feel uncomfortable white man with the way that people are losing their jobs over you know just going to a rally and i say one fuck that shit y'all niggas put black people on surveillance for attending black lives matter rallies come on don't think i forgot two I saw this nigga deliver me a pizza. Right. He might spit in my shit. See, this is why white people can't be trusted to be in charge of shit. Because you didn't even think of that. There's no fucking way this dude thought of that. Because he's white. And he like, I'd order a pizza. I just, I mean, did I guess I would? I'm like, if I'm the pizza business, I found out this racist works for me. 
I'm supposed to trust him to deliver to the community of all kinds of people. I'm supposed to just be like, oh, it's cool. Yeah, we got the white supremacist dude uh, working in the kitchen, but I'm sure he won't spit in nobody's food or nothing just because they black right and then you're gonna have you're gonna deal with people protesting your uh your location or you know your franchise you're gonna he gonna show up people gonna refuse to pay for the pizza it's a big loss of money when i get interviewed as a pizza deli or a pizza person i'm supposed to be like hey look our pizza parlor we just believe that everybody has freedom of speech and that i also got a business for this nigga Y'all don't even be thinking. Good grief. Right. Even if I'm racist, I'm not sharing that view and we'll take all the money. This is why I be calling people useless, right? Right. right. This is why. Because it's not that I'm so angry with just every random white person. It's literally just like they don't know and they say stupid shit like that. Like, that's so dumb. You literally put no thought into that because you don't have to think about stuff like that. You know, you're the reason that that Google document dude thought he could, that dude that Google thought he could write that shit. Cause people like you really will agree with it because you don't think of outside of your scope at all it's just how do i feel about it anyway um skip weldon chief marketing officer of pizzeria uno said ryan roy has been terminated we are committed to the fair treatment of all people and the safety of our guests and employees at our restaurant in an interview with free press roy decried the activists who got him fired from his job and alleged they weren't tolerant on his behalf that white americans should have their own country and that is separate from all racial minorities yeah, they I, want tolerant of his intolerance we supposed to treat it like it's just a difference of opinion and let him keep serving pizza y'all niggas try to get olivia out of here for saying a little white boy got ate by an alligator you can suck my dick come on dog and on top of that he got fucking co-workers all of them ain't white right uh i think it just kind of proves my point proves a lot of what i think not that i need it further proof he said i think it's a group thing how how you in a group about white nationalism but you talking about group thing see this is the shit i be talking about too like i'll see people talk shit about stuff on social media and i'm like but you talking to a group of people that agree with you like being mad that other people are accusing people uh talking to a group with uh yeah uh anyway um obviously i would advocate for racial separation and racial nationalism and repatriation to even return to our country was a white country up until 1965 heart keller immigration act he said he admitted attending the rally and said it was about advocating the united states back to a white country well i'm glad he got happy i mean i'm glad he got fired it makes me happy made me happy you know what can you know what song he won't be playing what's that he won't be playing this song because he won't be going I'm talking about right there. Hey, work, work. You won't be working, working, cause you ain't got a job. I got a whole playlist of these. Nope. That's what I'm talking about. No. You will not be going to work. Mm-mm. You will not be cashing that check. Nope. You will not be walking through them doors ever Mm-mm. again. Mm-mm. I'm glad too. All right. Get to some regular white people news. Enough of these angry white folks. Um, watching trolls. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Bill occupy son Silas with a tablet, tablet as they take a family stroll in New York. You know, Justin Timberlake and Jessica Bill really made it. 
i'm glad they did mm-hmm. i'm surprised i thought he was uh i don't know he just didn't feel like the settling down type but they they doing it good job good for y'all mm-hmm. yeah i guess she didn't cry my river <laughs> i guess she did not uh sometimes the only way to stop them crying a river is to hand over the ipad shout out to daily mail stealing karen jokes Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel kept their son occupied with a tablet during a family stroll through New York on Saturday. As the jaded old age of one, Silas has seen enough of the sights and sounds of the Big Apple, suddenly into a stroller with some touchscreen action instead. Uh, damn, that's a big ass one year old. Jessica made one hot mama in a white tee and matching trainers showing off her fabulous legs and a tiny black denim, uh, cutoffs uh she kept her hair tied back in a ponytail and a sweater tied around her waist sipping on the juice as she strolled justin meanwhile looked the cool dad also in white trainer shorts and black sacred heart t-shirt and a black baseball cap he took on stroller duty pushing his firstborn who was engrossed in his computer safely held in a childproof case um justin has been busy filming filming woody allen's wonder wheel with kate winslet in nyc it's funny man people keep working with woody allen and nobody yeah. says anything no they don't <clears throat> that's why i keep telling y'all all these motherfuckers gonna be okay i don't know why y'all get so upset nope, nobody gets canceled tina fey gonna be fine i don't know why y'all so mad mm-hmm. nobody get canceled people just take rebrand and keep on and honey uh justin Timberlake ain't nothing but whiteness on whiteness but on whiteness he showed uh jenna jackson areola and tap dance and sung his way back to whiteness again mm-hmm uh she's current jessica stuck currently starring in the usa network's racy eight-part drama series the center the first few episodes have received rave reviews and the actress who takes on the role of cora tanetti who has been setting who has been setting posters races in the first first few episodes feature sex scenes aplenty oh sound like uh tnt usa tbs all that they're trying to get into that kind of racy cable drama thing yeah, i that, know claws was like that yeah, it was really good did that get your ratings up you know because not trying fun is one of those things where and particularly with them they're not beholden to the same thing like your basic local cable is like so they can be more racy if they chose to and all jokes aside on a low fucking ratings have dipped because now you have netflix and hulu and all these other you got house of cars you got all and that's what they're doing and that's what people are watching so if you want people to 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 to, to watch your stations you can't give them the same shit yeah you know what's interesting is um i started watching netflix's uh the defenders yesterday and i was surprised like it's actually about um the marvel superheroes on netflix coming together and fighting crime I, I didn't realize that like, i thought it was gonna be about uh all the people defending tina fey's jokes no no wrong, and uh wrong i was like defenders. wow they already got the series out that, that fast that was quick yeah that's the wrong defenders i was wrong my bad um but yeah detective harry ambrose played by bill pullman is investigating the case and wants to know why the suburban mom has committed murder uh and that's what that show is about but yep they was out strolling new york guys uh puppies and pajamas oh shit now lily aldridge martha hunt and Lance ribiero pose for a vs suit shoot i guess victoria's secret shoot but adorable baby huskies steal the show <laughs> this is the whitest shit ever i told you what it was that's white people news there's a very few things that could steal attention away from underwear clad victoria's secret models 
but lily aldridge martha hunt and Laius riviero had to hustle for attention when joined on photo shoot by adorable husky puppies oh it's in it i ain't gonna lie dog is adorable the stunning models pose in their underwear for victoria's secrets upcoming holiday catalog in aspen colorado on tuesday you sure this ain't what ghosts and all them used to look like lily 31 showcased well they did have them as puppies when mm-hmm. they first found them showcased her study physique in a skimpy lace bra which had a sheer top fixing around her slender neck she left her flat tummy on show and added a pair of cotton striped pj bottoms the brunette beauty had her hair elegantly swept into an updo for many of the pictures while martha 28 put on a leggy display next to her vs model colleagues Laius ribiero 27 flaunted her flat tummy in a tie front tee and lacy undies she added cute winter socks and wore her glossy chestnut tree tresses loose and straight not chestnut but try as they might the three world-class stunners could not outshine the puppies which joined them on set the blue-eyed young russian beauties posed like pros for the generously staffed camera crew and the perfectly poised poised pooches paused wait the perfectly poised pooches paused p-a-w-s-e-d for effect in a number of cute positions mainly enviable Aww. snuggle up with the angels oh yeah, nah, nah nah them puppets is adorable y'all i'm not even gonna lie you wanna get us one no okay then mm-mm, not that mm-mm. adorable they show nope nope mm-mm. you gotta remember to take care of them i'm good six packing on the pda bachelorette rachel Lindsay and chiseled fiance brian abasolo lavish each other with kisses out at the miami pool party oh that's right y'all she doesn't i guess she must have picked her one the black charrette suitor brian abasolo won the heart of bachelorette rachel Lindsay last season ending the show with a storybook proposal and since unveiling the engagement earlier this month the reality couple haven't been shy about sharing their affection with the world the newly betrothed duo spent their Saturday sunning in their, his hometown in Miami, where the 37-year-old physician showed off his chiseled chest and relaxed with the Dallas attorney while sharing several steamy smooches. Oh. Mm-hmm. Rachel and Brian couldn't keep their hands off each other at the poolside party, where they stripped down to their swimsuits to cope with the Miami heat. The handsome chiropractor displayed his winning form in a small striped swim trunks that showed off his gym perfect abs. Now he is chiseled. That's all the packs. Mm-hmm. The former bachelor love interest Rachel was all smiles as she wrapped her arm around her bow, pulling him in for a passionate kiss. Uh there's a lot more pictures of them kissing mm-hmm. uh pictures of them just hanging out with other people yeah like, like yeah like and you know i know uh notice white people news but yeah he white a chiropractor and he is living the life mm-hmm you got him a bad one mm-hmm. the leggy brunette sizzled in the summer sun with where she donned a slinky peach bikini with a gauze black sarong gauze black sarong um she added some extra inches to her already tall form with a pair of wooded hill platforms brian and rachel casually cuddled while sipping on cool drinks and chatting with pals uh there's pictures of her hugging up on them pictures of her brian said he likes a girl in the kitchen but my response is her grabbing some wine uh that's her hanging out with a bunch of white girls i don't know if those are her friends her they friends i don't know she captured some fun in the sun on instagram she posted a jokey series of shots first sharing a kitchen photo caption brian said he likes a woman in the kitchen while adding her response in following snap caption 
v100 pool party the raven haired beauty appeared like she was enjoying herself and she smiled as she smiled beside the two two of miami radio stations employees uh so maybe this is just like a promotion event because mm-hmm. i guess after you get engaged or become a couple you, on this you show you have to start tour. attending stuff right. yeah her ne- her next story captured the lawyer in a fully party animal mode as she and a group of friends hollered at the camera while chanting shot shot shots and raised their cups while the pair was celebrating under the florida sun on saturday they spent wednesday with rachel extended family in houston texas an instagram photo shared thursday the bachelorette beauty can be seen hugging her love as she flashed her diamond engagement ring uh the reality tv star caption read my houston family showered at the brian basolo brian abasolo uh and me with so much love brian triumphed over 30 other men to woo rachel during season 13 of the bachelorette their romance is a happy turn for the texas girl who was left heartbroken after nick vale uh vile uh dropped dumped her during the penultimate role ceremony as his as of his reign as bachelor so there's always hope guys now here's the thing who was her set who was the person she dropped because i wonder was it a race thing at the end was it like she had to pick between him and a black dude was that a thing anybody that watched the show do y'all know yeah because i wouldn't know you know um because i yeah i don't know what the answer is but Mm -hmm. if that that would be interesting because does that make him the next bachelorette is what i'm asking like if the black dude lee or whatever the fuck his name was if he was the one who got cut isn't the formula they normally make the the loser the next dude the batch oh the black dude came in third oh so that means he won't be and they probably strategically did that ah damn that's trash Mm -hmm. because i wouldn't care if she didn't get with a black dude but he came in second that would be super dope because it'd be like oh shit black man black bachelorette let's see what this shit is but they don't want to do a black man yeah all right yeah they did do a woman because you know female but somebody said came in third he never had a chance damn uh, you know what no, i believe that yeah i figured it, i mean i no offense to her but i figured no, no i figured she was going with a white dude from the before they even did the series Correct. because she said well not hold on uh wait okay why do you think that but in my opinion because the just like i say i'm on the outside looking in the structure of the show and your audience is white america you're not gonna do anything to piss white america off yeah a lot of them probably mad because it's a, a interracial couple but they would have been even madder if a black person making it. Like you say, the tradition is that you turn around and the loser gets another season. They'd have been mad if a black person would have got to the top two places lost and then turn around and you'd have had another, uh, another brown person. And not, not brown like we can look at it, we might think he white, but brown is brown, brown. They, they'd have probably been pitchforking outside. Like they go once is enough all right that's not my theory this is why i came to that conclusion uh because in the beginning she started doing interviews about how she wasn't gonna be beholden to anybody on how she would pick who she would pick and shit and to me that was immediate dog whistle of like i'm not going to pick a black dude because i'm black and that kind of came at least that's the way i took it right away was like oh so she's saying basically like don't expect me to pick a black dude and she was already kind of talking about how she was dealing with expectations and people going to be angry with her and it's like if you're telling me people are going to be angry at your choice then you know that picking a black dude would not make people angry sorry it wouldn't 
you know especially since the uh the person that gets picked is not gonna be the next bachelorette or bachelor or whatever i was like yeah that means you're not picking a black dude you know what i mean if because uh the only thing that can make america angry would be either a that black dude come in second place and now they got a whole season with this nigga or for um her uh to not pick the black dude you might have some black people that feel a way about it so when you say you got making america angry and shit i'm like oh okay so not a black dude right anyway right because black people mm-hmm. get mad don't give a they don't give a fuck because they realize that the niggas only showed a lot of niggas and there's nothing against people black people that only showed up but you know from the uh producer's perspective niggas only showed up because she was black and as soon as you know this is over they'll default and going back to their business and ignore the bachelorette like they've been doing yeah i'll just say uh i don't watch the show so i don't know all the inner workings but i just know when she was doing media talking about you know uh, america's not gonna make me pick i'm like well yeah the only thing the only pressure a black woman would really have in this situation to pick would be to pick the black dude right and that's the only pressure there's no pressure like you better pick one of them white boys or we're gonna be mad at you that's not a real thing so you're already setting it up like i'm definitely not picking no nigga so right. got it right and it's one of those things too where it is a percentage of black people to watch but but it's small compared to the white people uh yeah i don't know you know i just i i really don't keep up i'm assuming that you know what, what the default is white i just know that black people don't even make it past second round normally so it was a you know it was kind of a big deal for them to even do her correct uh in the first place to do her, a whole season with her but you know uh they were gonna play with that third rail of race you know yeah yeah because that's the reason why they purposely we talked about it on white people news but they got that racist white dude in there and all that shit you know because he represents quote unquote america too right uh emma stone is 2017's best paid actress making 26 million dollars according to forbes jennifer lawrence came in third with 24 uh million um so she beat uh jennifer aniston and emma watson emma's earnings increased 160 percent in 2016 when she made 10 million dollars the 28 year old recently spoke out about the gender pay gap in hollywood revealing her male co-stars had taken pay cuts so they could earn the same jennifer lawrence has has topped the Forbes list for the past two years mainly because of her earnings from hunger games franchise 2016 she made 46 million after the release of hunger games marking j part two the last in the series this year the 10 top paid actresses made 172.5 million between them before fees and taxes all the actresses made more than 11.5 million each jennifer anderson took second place with earnings of 25.5 million dollars mainly from her endorsements of smart water skincare brand avino and airline emirates emma watson is the only british person to feature in the top 10 in sixth place it's the top, first time she made the list even though she has an overall fortune of 39 million uh, pounds according to sunday times rich list her role as Belle in disney live action version of beauty and the beast contributed heavily to her 14 million dollars uh to her 14 million dollars earnings melissa mccarthy mala kunis charlize theron clay blanchett julia roberts and amy adams also feature on the list have I named any black people, brown people? Mm-mm, 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 huh. mm-mm. All white people. Mm-hmm. Pay equality, y'all. Mm-hmm. That pay equality. Here's my question. Has any white woman ever taken less so that her black co-star could make? You know? No. No. no never. never. Interesting. Never. Because. I wonder if any white man has taken less so a black person could make the same as them even. Nope 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 uh you know because 
whiteness tim protects itself and you know it's one of the things where white tim feminism only is concerned about whiteness that is interesting dwayne rock johnson top last year's my uh male hollywood rich list uh um, he take all the jobs made 64 and a half million dollars between june 2015 and june 2016 this year's male hollywood rich list is out later as well so we'll see mm. Mm-mm-mm. all right yeah probably be some brown well got the rock on it you know it's gonna be brown people on the male list but that female Maybe. list. yeah know. it should be some i mean the rock is there you're right i mean like, be like, like at least one brown person but the, but yeah. the other list is like none of you niggas made the top 10 yeah it's just funny because they all talk wage equality shit but not race shit like it's just men versus women but yeah you I, get any more specific than that you lose them what they tapping out right uh you know what let's uh huh let's get out of here this is enough okay it's been two and a half hours we've had a good time we have tomorrow our guests are brandon collins mm-hmm. mike brown yes from the comedy hours yay so it should be a great time should have a good time uh can't wait to, to talk to those brothers i um, know I love one of the better all. comedy podcasts out there they talk yes real it is. talk they talk about shit that you know like they're very honest and open about stuff i think a lot of comedy is work they had job all those dudes are at work yes all those women are at work so sometimes people want comedians to talk about certain shit and i'm like i understand why they don't because what's the point of fucking up your bread so you can get a couple extra podcast downloads but uh those motherfuckers talk about it and i respect the fuck out of that mm-hmm. so and they funny as shit so i can't wait yes they are to talk to them tomorrow um i forget the exact time that we starting it uh matter of fact i can look it up right now as we go into sore ratchetness Five thirty. Five thirty. Five thirty tomorrow if you want to come to crowdcast live A man pleaded who pleaded guilty to samurai sword attack gets one to three years in prison. What? That's it. One to three years. The uh, the man who pleaded uh, guilty to attacking his former girlfriend with a samurai sword was sentenced Wednesday working uh, Wednesday morning at the regional justice center. Judge Kenneth Corey sentenced Billy Hirsch to twelve to thirty six months in the Nevada Department of Corrections with two hundred thirteen days credit of time to serve. Oh, he'll be out in no time. Mm-hmm. He pleaded guilty and able to battery with substantial bodily harm. Defense attorney Jackie Carmen had requested probation for Hirsch, but Corey said the violent nature of the crime necessitated a sentence. Hirsch attacked Kiani Avalar in December after a dispute over $62. $62, y'all. Um, all right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to the show, this black ass show. Right. Talking about a bunch of black stuff. Uh, Tina Fey can go fuck herself. Until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Bye.